forever. Dog. When your town has let you down, when your porch has fallen short, when you're too worn out to run and need some ribs or a cinnabon, you need a place, a place for rock, a place for roll, a place where Oakland Raiders merch is sold, a sublime hot topic and billabong, a place where you can purchase a candy thong. So let's go take a walk. Let's all go to City Walk tonight. Tonight. Podcast The Ride presents the City Walk Saga, a daily 19-part, extremely necessary series exploring the stores, restaurants, and wonderful magic that make up Universal City Walk Hollywood. Uh, welcome to Podcast The Ride, the City Walk Saga. We are dealing with Sector 6 today. Thank you for still listening to this. What is maybe, uh, uh, some might call it a chore, but uh, for others, they would call it a delight. Uh, I am Mike Carlson. I'm joined by my co-host, Jason Sheridan. Uh, I think it's a delight. I agree. That's why we're doing it. But I'm just saying, I thank you for sticking with us. Yeah. Scott Gardner also here. Hey, what's happening? We're all, we've almost made it to the end of week one. I hope it's been as good of a week for you as it has been for us. Yeah. I'm doing great. I didn't mean to, to indicate that I wasn't having a good time. Yeah. Well, I, and in fact, in this case, I, want, I don't want to speak for everybody, but this is probably one of the first, probably the first podcast the ride that has involved some intoxication yes not that we're all a mess but on the good boy spectrum uh you know two to three drinks is getting up there yeah so i just want to be forthcoming which has been a tradition in my life if i've ever been slightly stoned and then i go out into public i always immediately tell people i'm slightly stoned so keep that in mind while i'm talking yeah. Let me make you very uncomfortable with this assertion. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm at the point where I already have like that headache kind of going on, I think. Mm-hmm. So I had like a drink and then as we'll find out, a drink I thought had alcohol in it, but I don't think did. It didn't? I don't think it did. <laughs> uh, what do you think? Was it not even on an alcoholic menu? You drank two huge ice cream smoothies? <laughs> I'm, pretty sure, I'm pretty sure that oh, I was that tricked voice. into ordering. That's our, our guest, Steve uh, Anderson. Who's, who's joining us again. Hey, you were the guests. worst. Uh, yeah. Just so shocked. <laughs> because as I was drinking and I go, there's nothing. What did you do? Going on. A lot of things well, on me, the summer menu didn't have alcohol. You yeah. had to go to the bottom where it said like adult beverages. Oh. Yeah. So <laughs> you had two non-alcohol. Because I, I gave it a taste and I told you it tasted like strawberry compote that would be on the top of IHOP pancakes. You drank 64 ounces of like ice cream. <laughs> this is a, you as big a me, folly as what I did in this sector. Because you heard me say, oh, this is delicious. I love how this tastes. And the, obviously the reason is that there was no alcohol in it to ruin the taste of a sugary treat. You and my little sister I'm pretty sure. Boat. I gotta look at the... Oh. We're getting ahead of Get ourselves here. Get to the here, website while you... I got uh, uh, here, let, let's be more inviting to Eva. Thanks yes. for Hi. coming back. You're now a, a podcast, The Ride Luminary. I'm so um, excited. You know, you came here before to talk about the American adventure. And Amazing. now we're talking about some of America's most adventurous uh, restaurants and chains. Yes. 
Um, <laughs> and we but we had a big adventure uh, <laughs> while enjoying these. Um, and you you requested this sector from a, from a list of actually I don't think you saw the full list as bestowed mm-hmm. by the sector keeper. But before you knew what fell into what sector, your for your knee jerk thoughts were Bubba Gumps and Tony Romas. Yes, I went to Tony Romas a lot as a child. I don't know why. Um, but it just, I ended up there a lot. So I had a very vivid memory of Tony Roma. At that uh, one. And there were more Tony Romas around Los Angeles yes. uh, uh, in the earth before then. But that specific. Uh, uh, yeah, I feel like it was a city walk thing. And then I went to Bubba Gump once like four years ago. And I was like, this place is fucking insane. Mm-hmm. And I, <laughs> I showed up there just as Jay Leno was leaving, which to this day is like one of the biggest <laughs> wow. ciphers to Star me. Sighting. What was he doing at Tony? <laughs> Bubba Gump in City Walk, like he can eat anywhere. He's so rich. Uh, and He's just a man of the seen people. The film. I, I had the full experience, the full Bubba Gump experience, and I was like, "This is amazing!" Wow, because um, so it really I, is. Uh, I currently feel. I, I think I'm. I'm. My mental pummeling is in thirds. One third is a tiny amount of alcohol. Another third is sun because it is horrible in Los Angeles it's, right now. It's a horrible heat wave. And in, and the other third is just that we all had a lunch where you could not look in any direction without 19 <laughs> signs all <laughs> screaming at you. Screaming things from the movie Force Gump. From a movie that and, is, let's, what's the, the it's 24 years old. <laughs> <laughs> also, nineteen hundred calories a piece, probably. Yeah. When you add up all that food. Oh my uh, god! Should we throw to the sector keeper oh, yes. real quick to announce what is in this sector? Please, oh great sector keeper, elucidate us. What are we talking about today? Hello, boys. Hello, Eva. Today's sector is Sector Six: Tony Romas, Bubba Gump, and Wasabi. Good luck. Okay, thank you for oh, bestowing. Oh, he seems nice. Yes, so he's a he's a he's a sweetheart, and he's had it rough, and it's cool that he's able to be so nice. He, he's a a child trapped in uh, purgatory, essentially oh, forever, no. having been uh, poisoned by the city walk uh, fountains. Oh no! Yeah, um, so he's uh, uh, it's it's cool. He's still able to be be nice and help us out. Uh, Mike, any uh, progress in what you're looking up over there? Uh, no, because I, I realize now that the menu I ordered off of was a like a supplemental menu. Yeah, so there's no the way main. to solve this problem. So on the main yeah, on the main menu, when I go to the Hollywood location, there's no record of the drink existing so either you drink six shots of everclear or none <laughs> here's what i'm thinking too the refill on the drink was a dollar fifty it was a dollar no way an alcoholic drink refill is a dollar fifty unless you've got some like vegas seafood buffet thing going on where it's like all you can drink for well, Steve, 13. sniff your uh, dirty alcohol uh, glass. Sniff your souvenir glass. Well, I have a souvenir See glass. See if you get any, any oomph of like a It just smells like strawberries. Or an it's alcohol. just strawberries. Yeah. I mean, a few of us all drank um, like there's no strawberry sundae. There's no way it wasn't just two Slurpees. There's Correct. no way. We all carpooled here after this outing, and Mike was talking about something unrelated, and Jason caught... Are you licking the sugar off of the rim <laughs> of the souvenir glass? Uh, Which now it occurs to me, I friend. was driving, and I probably and this. Well, now we know it didn't have alcohol in it, so I would have been in the clear. 
But if a police well, officer had I seen thought, a yeah. sloppy man <laughs> licking sugar off of a, off of a full glass, not even a, a can or something, I would love to breathalyze you right now. <laughs> it's probably I'm fine. I probably could drive a car. Giant, two, like four <laughs> milkshakes. We but should all like Slurpee, so they're like less caloric than a milkshake. Are they? Yeah. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. But but there at Bubba Gump, well, they, I saw and I announced to you guys before we started at Bubba Gump that I saw there's an icy machine behind the counter, so we could probably look up what like a medium to large icy yes, is. Yes, there was an icy section on the menu. <laughs> Well, that's yeah. because also in New Orleans, there's like these daiquiri bars everywhere. Yes. Where you can yes. walk around with a giant daiquiri as big as, big as your head. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And also, my drink was topped with Miss Twist, which is the current branding for Sierra Mist. Oh, really? Oh, my candy drink was had uh, Sierra Mist in mm. it. Boy, my candy drink was the sweetest wine I've ever yeah, had. you and your wife cupcake both just wine. had a couple yeah, you, you, of glasses of wine. You got cupcake H. brand wine. I cupcake. heard you. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, I've had it. It's good. <laughs> that's the it's only not wine as good that you as can this just I, Slurpee I, I you drank lit out up, of a, a you, lit up. You really specifically said, I love this drink. Yeah, because now we know. Now we know because there's no alcohol to ruin the taste of it. So it was have, just sugar. You Mike have no excuse for any sloppiness in this episode. No. A skillet of mac and cheese, and the waiter came back and was <laughs> he was horrified at how quickly it would that shrimp mac and cheese. I really work. haven't eaten very much today, also. So yeah, cool. Yeah, I, look, I'm not trying to make a show of myself. I'm not trying to be a spectacle, but maybe I made some interesting choices today. Okay, so should we go through the day chronologically? <laughs> I want to start with wasabi. Okay. Yeah. All right. Because we didn't we didn't, we didn't go, go to, to wasabi, wasabi today. But I went to wasabi when this uh, series was first mentioned as a possibility. Am I breaking the timeline by alluding to that we don't always we aren't always doing these? Mostly, we've been at City Walk every day for the last six days. There's no way we could all go to three restaurants <laughs> in the time we had. Yeah, no, that's there just okay. isn't I enough think. time on this earth, which is unfortunate. We'd all always love to go to three city walk restaurants every single day. Mm-hmm. But when this, uh, I did this as pre-research. I went to mm-hmm. Wasabi, which is a restaurant that serves sushi food at city walk. And mm-hmm. I, uh, I wanted to get something, you know, they, it's pretty just basic. And I wanted to get something uh, you could only get at city walk. That was a little unusual. And I, so I got the terminator roll, <laughs> which damn. is of course, are they named um, after all universal properties or things that would be in the park? There are only three things on the menu that are universal related. One is the universal roll. One is the spicy <laughs> Hollywood roll. <laughs> um, and one is the terminator, uh, which is, is uh, spicy tuna wrapped with salmon and avocado topped with jalapeno, seven flavored chili, chili oil, ponzu, sriracha, and green onions. Mm. Hasta la vista, baby. <laughs> so this is a menu item themed after an attraction that has not been mm-hmm. at Universal Studios for uh, five to seven years. I'm not sure exactly. Um, and it was uh, good and not a level of spicy through me. And is that all I have to say about wasabi? Maybe. Uh, the, the, it had sake that was enjoyable. The service could have been a little <laughs> faster. And that's that's maybe the end. I don't know. 
I think one interesting fact might be that, uh, you know, Panda Express has a Panda Inn. Mm-hmm. And one of the only existing Panda Inns still in the world is Wasabi. Oh. It's owned by that company, and there's only like four or five of them. Oh, oh yeah. Because really? there used to be a Panda Inn next to it, but that's Dong Po Kitchen now. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, anyway. So, it's one of those odd offshoots of Panda Express that is not particularly... That's sushi. Uh, ...taken off. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. They haven't done the best job of uh, launching these spinoffs or, or what. Although, didn't we determine, although maybe this one's in the future. I think it's in the future. All right. Save it. Save Panda Express facts. Um, <laughs> oh, is there a Panda Express in City Walk? Yes. Yes. So you guys have to do Dong Po in and Wasabi and oh, and, but they're in different sectors, so yeah, I'll be so next yeah, week. The sector keeper would be very unhappy if we mm-hmm. uh, crossed sectors and didn't talk about the ones in this one. However, I am curious before we get into the places that we went together. Any other? Uh, city walk stores or restaurants that you are um, a fan of in other sectors or yeah experiences at city walk mm. i always i really liked that fountain which is makes me sad that uh when i was a kid that uh sector keeper died there yeah um, it's unfortunate but i used to i always go to howl the moon the piano bar before i go to horror nights oh, boy. oh yeah um, oh yeah i won't say my opinion about it but it is always the place i go <laughs> <laughs> and I remember in the 90s, there was like a, not 90s, the OOs, there was like a very weird bookstore there. Upstart really? Crow? Yes. Was it called Upstart Crow? At some point in time, it was called that Upstart That was the one Crow. with the coffee bean in it? Yeah. It was like a fancy, a fancy coffee, like fancy uh, bookstore. Yeah. Or just like fake fancy. And the, I think that was in the era when they were trying to pretend that City Walk was a real city. Yeah. Because there was a time when they actually polled residents and said, what would you want out of a development like this? And they said, education, which is why there's a <laughs> uh, UCLA extension up there. Maybe no longer. I think it's not. There no was? longer functioning, yeah. but there but, were classrooms Oh, up there. my mind is blown. The sign's so still there. You could go there, take classes, go to Upstart Crow. Yeah, yeah it's like you could do your homework and write essays. It was a whole, yeah, howl at the, and then you go to Howl at the Moon, and then you can buy a store that has giant things in it. Mm-hmm. Have we talked about that in any of these? No, I don't think so. I don't know what sector it was in. Also, I'll just include it in sector six. But uh, my friend Tyler, I believe, said there's a there was a store that sold big things, which is close related to my nightmare of gigantism. No, oh, yeah, you objects. wouldn't like that. Yeah, and it was in, presumably in a closed off space and I, but i don't know did he list an example of maybe you could like, buy, a, like big a big pencil a big or a big wine i remember yeah. a couple knickknack stores uh-huh. back at ithaca like one had a giant wine glass in the center <laughs> it might have been like kitchen and cooking supplies but there was also like a comically large wine glass or hmm. Hmm. there were several places at ithaca no just just one <laughs> oh, okay i'm trying to remember what it's saw <laughs> and i know they sell ones too like novelty ones where it's like it's a big wine glass and it holds a full bottle that's oh. fun yeah that's fun yeah, that is fun but why yeah. would you ever you c- how would that be deployed oh well like once at a party and then put in a closet have you ever guys ever seen that picture of jonathan gold when he won the pulitzer prize no uh he's drinking out of a wine glass that big and it's pouring all down his chest and uh oh man and doing it upright yeah it's uh it's it's shocking uh it's great i mean it's a man who just won a pulitzer the first ever pulitzer prize for food criticism just like living it up but it is a ins- an insane photo you he guys was wow. number one he was the first 
Yeah, for food criticism. I mean, other people wow. won for other types of criticism, but he was the first one. Do we know Maybe. if he's ever weighed in on a city walk establishment? Hmm. He did a very funny review of uh, like ten years ago of uh, Olive Garden that he did on April Fools. Okay, but it was a. Uh, it was pretty funny. I might we'll just casually while we're talking, I might see if uh, Jonathan Gold's ever yeah. do that Google I search. I looked up Jonathan Gold Pulitzer Prize wine glass mm-hmm. and did not get a picture. Just look up Jonathan Gold wine glass. I did. What? That was the first thing. I didn't want to. I just edited myself. Getty so Images for, has this lockdown. Well, we'll figure that out. Um He's maybe he's talked about David Chang, who is is David Chang the uh, owner of um, no, but Ludo. He talks about Ludo all the time. Okay, oh okay. yeah, huh. but he doesn't. He loves David Chang. Loves Ludo. Ludo. Bird. Okay, um, but hey, we're talking. We have two two of the finest restaurants in Los Angeles, yes. in America, to cover today, and we went to we went to both of them. Did you oh, find boy, the picture immediately about winning Pulitzer? Did oh, I just spell his name yeah. wrong? Here, it's guys. Just look at it really quick. Yeah, that's worth a pass around. <laughs> that's great, and it's yeah, he's like covered in it. Just show it to me. Google Jonathan Gold. Oh Giddy. God, <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> more like it's just Jonathan Gold Pulitzer. I'll get you there. It's the first picture than. that comes up. I thought um, it would be. Uh, well, that's what we'll do when we win the Pulitzer for City Walk based <laughs> podcast. Uh, we'll head back up to Tony Roma's and uh, do it all over again. Um, so, Tony Roma's, huh? Tony Roma's. Um, why do you think you ended up there all the time? Um, I think my. Um, I think. I think the eighties was. Am I wrong to think the eighties was all about people who were into ribs? Like a little more than they are now, eighties and nineties. The nineties for sure. I was way into ribs. Chili spent a lot of money marketing ribs. Yeah, and reading the Tony Roma story because you you know is it still called Tony Roma's a place for ribs? Maybe not. That was the name of it for a long time. They might have yanked that for the sake of broadening out. Yeah. Yeah. So it was a very like rib centric restaurant. I remember you would just go there and get racks of ribs and onion loaves. (laughs) And um, reading about it, uh, Tony Roma was the the food culinary manager for uh, the Playboy Club is that what it said oh, on? oh right. yeah yeah the... culinary director <laughs> so that then he opened that his restaurant in was it Dallas or was it in Florida Miami um, is what I in said in Miami yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah and then they had ribs as like a weekend item but then everyone loved them so they became like an everyday thing huh. um, oh it was yeah they like tried it out one time and it took off like uh, lightning yeah there's like a lot uh, of baby back ribs being tossed around in those days mm -hmm. they were very trendy nobody got ribs at either of these places i have in the past gotten ribs but i did not today Mm -hmm. we did have the onion loaf i've we had the onion that was tasty i've had i've eaten a brisket sandwich there and i've Mm. had some ribs was it good Uh, i look i don't want to give my sum up already but Again, fine is the answer for most of what Tony Romas has to offer. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. Right. Well, I will say that when we walked in, it was not very full. And it was like a Saturday afternoon. It was 1.30 still. Right at yeah. the end of the lunch rush. It was probably about yeah. a half to a third full. It's mm-hmm. not what I would describe it as less than lively, unlike the place we would go after. Yes. Which, which, is, which we've said the name of multiple times. More than <laughs> lively. <laughs> yeah, spoiler. Spoiler. It's <laughs> bubblegum shrimp. It doesn't. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so like I've had the ribs there and they were fine like like they are you know chain ribs like maybe the chili's level maybe chili's level mm-hmm. of ribs is at least is what what I had you know a year or two ago when I you'd find yourself mm-hmm. in a Tony Roma's at City Walk. We shared a sampler platter today with 
<laughs> chips and salsa and uh what was the dip there was some spinach dip spinach there was dip. an onion loaf as said mm-hmm. and potato skins potato skins i haven't had a potato skin in a long time i once declared my favorite food uh when i really specifically wanted to go to tgi fridays uh, as often as possible you declared that was your favorite food yeah it was always my graduation present like, <laughs> oh. for, uh, for middle school or elementary was school. it at tgi fridays and yeah. get potato skins uh-huh that was also my favorite restaurant oh, yeah. really? i yeah. liked tgi fridays a lot very reliable skins and sample platters there that's funny because that actually makes me think of when i would eat ribs which is when my grandparents would take us out for some sort of event we a graduation or like a birthday and we go to a place called dover straits it was a seafood restaurant and i would always order ribs i'd order a full slab of barbecue ribs and eat all of them the half Mm. slab versus the full slab is like a a, an emotional decision you have to make yeah it's a lot of ribs the full slab of ribs which i have not attempted in many years and i don't eat ribs often but you know maybe once or twice a year yeah the full slab really looks like an animal like it's a full animal you can like you could imagine like this it just looks so intimidating it just like i don't jason's looking at me like do you would you eat a full slab of no i don't think i could yeah pull that off unless it was ribs a la carte i guess but then i think i'd probably fill up or get sick of rips. I'm very logy. Like this much fried food <laughs> and a couple of drinks, one of which was essentially a strawberry sundae. Like yeah. it's it's a lot on my body. What do you all like. drink at uh, Tony Roma's? I had a Romarita, which was not as I could have gone premium Romarita, uh, and I'm Eva glad I didn't. Drank a glass a pr- of black ink. Oh, it was a purple. <laughs> it was. Purple. It was a purple uh, martini, and it was delicious. I mean, I it was tasted like a grape something uh i had a cherry hurricane oh which yes. had a bunch of rum in it you got the drink that the bartender <laughs> said this is a little much for everybody yeah and he, that, he did like, that he please for, he, sh- he for sure said that was the one to not get because it was too sweet and i said well i have to try that and then he did it and he made it for me and he goes this is gonna be strong and he goes is and he kept asking like is it bad like is it okay if you want something different i will give you something different he kept saying that to me did it taste like medicine it, it looked tastes, like it, well rum to me always generally tastes like medicine but like cherry like with cherry it seems like it would taste like like cough syrup or something uh no it tasted honestly it tasted like any re, like chain restaurant yeah rum drink it was he i think he accidentally poured too much rum in it though which i think probably that slight uh intoxication is what made me think the drink i was drinking at bubba gump made like i feel like i was feeling the effects of that drink while i was drinking this non-alcoholic slushy drink going well i'm getting fucked up and then getting a mild sugar rush from just how sweet it was so can i read you guys something this is what i was looking for in my phone i'm sorry if i looked rude but I, i found this earlier and i had to dig through a website to find it again um so from this website called The Balance, it's a list of uh, Tony Roma's uh, mission statement and the way they train their employees. Oh. And so the mission statement, okay, if, here's the thing. Okay, so The Balance, it seems like it's analyzing every restaurant's mission statement in a cool way where they're like, this one works, this one doesn't. The Tony Roma's mission statement does one thing that every good mission statement should do. It clearly defines the motivation that all employees should have behind everything they do by clearly defining the goal that is the most important thing of the company. In this case, the ultimate goal to Tony Roma's is guest loyalty. <laughs> the wow. mission statement of Tony Roma's restaurant is 
great food delivered by professional friendly team members resulting in guest loyalty (laughs) dot 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 worldwide along with this mission statement tony romas has identified qualities that it expects its employees to demonstrate in order to do things the tony romas way although these qualities are not labeled as such in essence these p-i-c-i squared so there's P-I-C-I and then a little two hmm. qualities could be considered service standards. The Tommy, Tony Roma's P-I-C-I squared qualities are passion, intelligence, compassion, integrity, intensity. Wow. <laughs> well, that, first of all, for rest You're part of-, of the family now. Marone, welcome. I've never heard intensity as part of like any mission statement for any restaurant, especially like a ribs restaurant that's like a third fall what does that even mean what's intensity mean i don't like an intense weight well the first thing chill laid back. the first thing i think of about the whole thing is the loyalty thing which of course makes me think of trump and like what he would say to james comey at dinner that he wanted loyal he demanded loyalty from him so like that's the first thing and then yeah these the language is very severe yeah it is it's, a thing that like dumb guys talk about a lot like loyalty family well wasn't you know wasn't the restaurant <laughs> um like mostly invested in by like the owner of the dallas cowboys or someone like that uh, oh i think i caught that yeah yeah that's so it was like up. the playboy club guys opened it and then the i'm blanking on his name but he was like i think the owner of the dallas cowboys and he came to eat there and he was like i'm paying for everything it's a franchise now so mm. he franchised out tony romas gotcha and it seems like loyalty is a thing that like an owner of a sports team would care about. Yeah. And so same with intensity, but it's not the same as like a rib man who's making ribs uh, for rib people. Right. And onion loaves. Can you imagine like being the person who writes these mission statements and the people who carry out these mission statements, not the, the thing I can imagine being is being like a server or bartender at a place and like rolling your eyes and leaving and complaining about it at the end of the day. The people who drink the Kool-Aid, for these restaurants, I don't, I cannot wrap my head around the kind of person you would have to be to believe, because we're all about compassion. That one's important. Don't forget compassion in the list. I know it's in the middle, so you might forget it. It's <laughs> overshadowed by those last two eyes, but compassion's a big what one. What were the last two eyes? Sorry. Uh, intensity. Intensity, integrity. Let's, integrity well, and intensity. This is what's crazy, too, is the other thing this reminds me of is there's a professional wrestler named Kurt Angle. He was a real gold medal winner. He won the gold medal in amateur wrestling, and okay. he joined WWE and his catchphrase that he would say on WWE TV was his three eyes and they were intelligence integrity and intensity (laughs) (laughs) what is happening (laughs) so those are very similar to the Tony Roma (laughs) so there's an Olympic thing about intensity Mm-hmm. and integrity that is carried over through this sportsman into the Tony Roma's like whatever video you have to watch when you get hired at Tony Roma's because <laughs> I remember when I worked at California Pizza Kitchen we had to watch like days of videos mm-hmm. about just uh, making us understand like their whole take on it right because every take is different and some are better than others some people say intensity some people say family <laughs> I don't know. Like, but, but, there's, dude, but aren't, aren't they all just swirling around the same fucking, sauce? They're just delivering food to people, like, and asking yeah. them if they want a drink. 
And like, this is why yeah. you, you most want to be working at like some guy's restaurant. Yeah. Where you don't, he's he's never had time to make a video because he's been running the restaurant. <laughs> he's been doing real things. He's back there cooking and doing it. I'm suspicious of all this? any entity that uh, refers to their family or their community. Like I'm yeah. immediately Well, it's a, like, mo- it's a mob. Suspicious. It's a mob thing, right? Yeah. yeah. It's mob. It's crazy. It's yeah. like the Playboy Club was probably had a weird Sinatra mob connection anyway of course if he was cooking for the playboy club he's cooking for all sorts of bad bad oh yeah Yeah. sure that was one of the first atlantic city casinos was the playboy casino back in 76 when they they legalized gambling not good and what's funny is like tony roma's this location which i don't think i've there was one uh, you said in the valley somewhere else yeah i used to go in encino yeah uh is that uh like they can't have any like vibe of like the playboy club at tony roma's and at city walk but on the wall the pictures there's some you know wise guys hanging out in the pictures a little bit but you really can't tell unless you walk up to them so it's the least aggressive but it's a little like nod to tony's past i feel like i mean we are living in a post gaudy world you know the gaudy movie sure. is out yeah is this are they seeing a spike in business that tony robust from like <laughs> you know respect it's about respect intensity integrity intensity, integrity that's what i look for in my capos let me tell you son Tony Roma's is the greatest restaurant in the face of the earth <laughs> you don't understand this there, oh boy have I, you seen has anyone seen Gotti I saw I Gotti saw it. we saw it oh yeah you saw oh yeah we saw it together I forgot you you, uh, you hit and run I, I ran it, in and ran like I should I see it uh, if I like bad things uh, yeah you do yeah you would like it <laughs> yeah oh, you we have, saw it. but it gets boring it is oh, more boring than you would think except you would for that be- that beginning makes you think you're watching the best movie that's yeah. ever happened okay i, I might sh- i might see half of it you, you know what you should do actually go see the beginning and then time like leave 15 minutes in go get a drink at a mcguffins type bar a uh-huh. bar in a movie theater and then go back in try to time it to see the last 20 you Just heard it here first this is how to watch Gotti in a then movie theater that's how you got a Gotti I'm gonna do it we <laughs> saw it on a Monday night and it was packed the yeah. theater was oh. full there's no space people believed that campaign they're like don't listen to critics listen to your own heart yeah go see it <laughs> who cares <laughs> like John did. <laughs> there was a very odd, the man next to me that he sat down later than we, than I did, and I sat down pretty late in the, the previews, he did not stop heavy breathing for 45 minutes. Do you think he was beaten off? <laughs> if, if he was beating off, he started before he got in the theater. So Just the idea. <laughs> I could have been in the outfit. I could have been John Gotti was a real man who existed. He stood up to his damn kids, which (laughs) I'm unwilling to do. You know the best the best stuff in Gotti is the real life footage of people like in the neighborhood. That were like John Gotti ain't so bad. He kept the neighborhood good. He should leave. He should get out of jail. Like just there's <laughs> plenty of real life footage of those type of guys and just like some really funny characters, like just tearing the neighborhood up when he goes to jail. But then he, the, yeah, those are the real people, and that happens towards the end of the movie. And so, but until this point, you haven't heard the idea or seen it presented <laughs> that Gotti was a good man. Uh-huh. So all you've seen him do one time, he did a fireworks show, and when the cops <laughs> said stop, he was like, "Hey." get out of here and then and they did and then <laughs> That's throughout the, the rest of the movie he's like beating his children so what <laughs> they know if he was a good man they never conveyed it 
with his actions. But I got to be careful because did you see what happened where our friend who we, I, oh, I'm not going to name for his, the sake of his mm. own life, our friend tweeted something bad about the movie and within 30 oh, minutes yeah. was like in a Twitter thread with the with Gotti's daughter. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What? Don't ins- we're in trouble. Why are we even talking we about this? We should not talk about we're this. We're going to be dead by the time. <laughs> uh, we're not going to make it to Sector 12. I'm not Can a I- fucking rat, okay? <laughs> Can I say... I keep thinking about how maybe the reason that Tony Roma's is popular with wise guys because they're imagining that they like killed, uh, put a hit out on somebody, skin them, and are now nibbling their little ribs. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> That's they bloody, interesting. Their bloody ribs with their bloody hands that they then get a little wipey towel to wipe off, and that's like. Don't use your sleeve. Don't use it. Like yeah, the, wipey, t- the wipey things have a little thing that say don't use your sleeve on them. So, so like, <laughs> my thing is, I think I saw the two main demographics at uh, uh, Tony Roma's when we were there. One, it's families who are like, oh, let's go somewhere nice today. Yeah. And I saw a couple big, you know, families eating lunch there. The other thing was I saw a guy in the classic, like, khakis, plaid shirt, blue blazer, like, I am traveling for business, probably staying at the Hilton just across the street. And, like, just wanted a decent lunch, you know, that he could expense account to. I think those are the two main You didn't see any gangsters eating the ribs of his enemies? <laughs> uh, no, those ga- those are probably, like, the wannabe guys working uh-huh. in the back of the house. They you know? go to the valley. Yeah, they were in the old they valley go to, they're location. They're at Tony's That's or the Pinocchio's real Tony's. or the yeah. other Tony's. The Tony walks up and walk is bullshit. the third Tony's I know uh, in the valley. <laughs> You know, they've tried to get away from this this image, obviously. We all associate it with mobsters eating their enemies' flesh. This is what mobsters do. They of kill course. them and then they we know. just eat the ribs. There's that scene in Gotti where he eats his enemies' ribs. No, 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 no. Hey, just Vincenzo, put it on the grill. Cook this guy's rib cage up. And they're bloody, so your hands get bloody. More so gravy <laughs> for my enemies' ribs, please. Yeah, so what? John Gotti ate the ribs of his enemies. Who cares? He shouldn't be in jail. Free John Gotti. He's a good man. He had a Integrity and intensity. Ma, get off my ass. I'm just trying to eat my enemy's fucking ribs. <laughs> classic scenes from a classic film. So uh, what they've basically, they've tried to do a rebrand in yeah. the last couple years. It's not it, happening. It's not happening. Uh, and also- it, it, it so specifically hasn't happened. Let me tell you something I ran into. I found this really boring. I was trying to find YouTube videos of Tony Romas and I found this really boring corporate video uh, that was about how they're rebranding to be a TR Fire Grill. And they're taking one of the they're one of the locations in Orlando, and that's going to be the base of operations for the new model of Tony Roma's TR Fire Grill. <laughs> uh, and this is part of a wave of restaurants doing this kind of thing. I didn't learn until this bit of research that Hooters has tried to do a casual Hooters in Chicago only, mm. and it is it is called Hoots. <laughs> Does <laughs> anyone is this come across anyone's desk? There no, was, there's I don't no. know anything about Hoots. So all of these. When you are guys not go working. to Schaumburg, you should go to Hoots. We will. That will definitely be still part there? of Schaumburg. Uh, is yeah, Hoots still yeah, around? But it just hasn't expanded. There oh, might also there are TR Fire Grills 
One of them's in Hawaii and one of them's in Malaysia. So is it like fast casual ribs? Because that's the least fast casual food ever. You don't want them to be fast and yeah, casual. Yeah, like, it's like someone just like, it's like okay, uh, drops like you put a little number on your table, someone drops a slab of ribs and then you, and they're like, this is your enemy's ribs. <laughs> they give you a quick sheet of the bullet points of yeah. his backstory and why you'd want to eat him. Um, <laughs> why you'd want to lick uh, his He was up. a bum and didn't respect no one. All right, enjoy your ribs. <laughs> no integrity, no intensity. No integrity, no intensity. <laughs> <laughs> oh good that's those are against my values uh I, anyway this was this is something that the company tony roma's parent company roma corp inc <laughs> tried to do and yeah. i watched this boring video about it and there's this guy rambling on running his mouth his name is stephen k judge he is kind of ambiguously european he's a british i guess british i can't tell it's just a snooty accent i don't think this guy has integrity or intensity mm-hmm. and he's going on and on about this is gonna be this is like can i even do the vague european this is gonna be the model of the of uh, Tony Roma's for the next uh, uh, five to seven years. This is uh, the direction that we are going, and this is base of operation. People want millennials. They want a fast, casual uh, dining experience, and going on and on. This is the boring eight minutes of this bullshit about how TR Fire Grill is the future. Hey, everybody. Tim Heidecker here with huge news. Office Hours Live recorded another episode live. It was one of our great ones with the great Rory Scovel, who's got a new special out on MAX. Oh, yeah. And the Trinity's here. DJ Doug Pound. Yes, hello. And Victor Berger the Fourth. Hi, hi, hi. Can't we, wait for the fifth. We enjoy the heck out of doing the show, and so will you. If you find us on the podcast app of your choice, now. Of Tony Romans. Not only are there only two of these, not only did this crash and burn, mm-hmm. this guy repping this thing, Stephen K. Judge, but the video I watched was from October 3rd, 2016. By June 21st, uh, 2017, he was out the fucking door. Oh, he's shit. He's now the president of cafe operations for Hard Rock Cafe. <gasps> oh, shit. Oh, no. So, Whoa. what right does this punk have, Stephen K. Judge, to go around talking about the five to seven year plan? For, for Roma Corp and then it fails he torches the whole thing and leaves get, like goes to his his mm. hot new mistress uh, Hard Rock Cafe and, and then his second guy in command the VP the regional VP of operations Dave Cully he moved to Steak and Shake so what? these guys, how dare they take a beloved brand about family and intensity and they flush the whole operation down the toilet with mm. some half-assed millennial gastropod. They read one article about what millennials want and mm. then they change the whole thing around. Massive failure. The whole company's in jeopardy now and they go and get other jobs. This Man. is fucked up. Just I'm, I've been furious work. for days and I'm gl- glad I could finally talk about yeah, it. Yeah, sorry you had to guys, deal with that. Just make Live work. with that. Leave yeah. them their wife for their guma. It's just terrible. <laughs> it's just unheard of. No compassion. No, no compassion. compassion. No, no respect. No respect. No loyalty. No loyalty. John Gotti kept the neighborhood together. Stephen K. Judge <laughs> tore the neighborhood apart. It's not even a place for ribs anymore. We don't know what it is. Can we just go to plus it? Can we plus this up? Can we just call it Gotti's or can we call it? <laughs> Let's lean back into the. I think we'll we take these, it back. Take it back. This TR Fire Grills bullshit because they're mm-hmm. not even putting the great Tony Roma's name in it anymore. I mean, no. the, the bug main which is tell us to bring back the worms and dirt. If I'm remembering correctly, this is where the children's dessert worms and dirt. Oh, that uh, used to be there? Oh, it was created yeah. at Tony Roma's? I oh, don't know if it was right. created, but at least like, served. Uh-huh. Like dump cake kind of, like it looks it, like, yeah. It's just like 
pudding. chocolate pudding and gummy worms. I mean, and I would a little love Oreo that. Crumbles. I want more yeah. Goombas. Yeah. yeah, there's a we haven't done it yet, but well, I don't know why we would because it's just a restaurant and we're not a restaurant review show. <laughs> no, <laughs> there's uh, one of Portillo's, Portillo's in Buena Park, which is a very theme parky area, and there's of course many Portillos where I come from. They have a gangster theme inside, and oh. people love it. The one in Buena Park specifically. There's mannequins with Tommy guns. There's bootleg and stuff. Mm. Why is this not in the Tony Romas? Why are they trying to get away from it? Isn't stealing a restaurant idea something that somebody with no integrity and no <laughs> you know, intensity would do? Maybe intensity. It sounds like they already don't have integrity. Mm. Yeah. I want it to be a more threatening Buca de Beppo. <laughs> <laughs> sure. You should feel unwelcome. And yeah, you should be, be a little scared. You're on your it. toes. Mm-hmm. It's it like does one, seem a little out of place in City Walk. I don't know out of place is the right word, but it does seem like... It should be gone. <laughs> you want it gone. Torch it. You I don't think it. it should be there anymore. It's old. I agree that it should be gone unless there's a whole changeover in, in thinking and you come in and everyone's pinstripe suits and there's a whole theming and you get... Like the great movie ride, a 30s gangster comes up and serves you, you know, uh, era appropriate food and drink. Bugsy. They need to, it could be yeah, Bugsy. Bugsy. I'm not Kinda saying. Guy, who, yeah. It has to be. I would but, love that. I would go there once a month. Yeah. Because what it is now is just like a very generic space with a couple pictures on the wall and then like a red curtain around the ceiling. Like, yeah, very minimalist. We had a lovely bartender. Oh, wait, Scott, tell me the thing you learned about um, the original position of it in CityWalk. Oh, there was a, there, um, the, the venue that shifted from, that ended up as Saddle Ranch and before that was something called Womp Hop Pompers. <laughs> Womp Hompers. Or maybe it was Hoppers. I'll put an extra M in. Womp Hompers. Uh, and then also, what was the other one? Uh, uh, Country Star Restaurant. Yes, the failed uh, Hard Rock Cafe, but just for country music. Oh, that's what that was. Okay. Yeah. Well, that was when, the first time I ever went to Universal Studios. That was a Tony Roma's. Like a two-story Tony Roma's? Yeah, it was wow. massive. That was a giant. And if, if you ever, anybody went to Saddle Ranch while it was there, there were many, many. I feel like they had capacity for 700 people. It was a, a Saddle a Ranch. compound at Saddle Ranch. <laughs> wow. There, I never there realized. Was, yeah, there were rooms aplenty for a gaudy light like figure to do business he could have like all 20 of his mm-hmm. associates in there and uh that wouldn't even that would only take up uh, you know 10 percent of the restaurant and that's was, the one i rent to that's why i thought it was cool oh okay now was you, you did go to that one yeah i remember the ceiling being lower though oh okay than the one we went to i was like because it, it was there was a lot of floors well, well mm. it was it exactly was the saddle ranch building because saddle ranch it is not that. two floors i don't believe um, I th- well, is it it's very tall. Tall. I don't know if they let you. Up. Maybe at the time they let you on at the second oh, floor. Maybe I just wasn't even aware. I just remember it was giant and very ornate, and it had that '80s restaurant thing where it's very brown and brick and production design. Like uh, uh, there's a restaurant Hands that was oh, kind I of oh, I've been to way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was that one, that warm. You know, that way when Sizzlers used to be fancier and really mm-hmm. heartfelt. It sounds like uh, this was a good version of Tony Roma's. I yeah. liked it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, I remember that. Uh, so that must be why you, uh, you, by either of us, have affection for it. Is, yeah. It was that. We go rooms. to that fucking place we went today. Yeah, just shoved in some corner of Oof. this dumb mall. No. Um, yeah, that place has no history, no family. Doesn't mm. tie the neighborhood together. Nice, nice bartender though. Oh yeah, he was nice great. bartender. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He tried to get me to not have that drink, mm-hmm. and he was very nice to do so. But I was stubborn and insisted on finishing all of it. And look at you now, 
that was high off the alcohol that was mm-hmm. only in that drink. Yep. Uh, um, well, we should move on to number two. As we've talked about, the you know, obviously theming a restaurant off of a very specific film is an idea we're passionate about. And, uh, you know, uh, uh, long before there was Gotti's, eventually there was Bubba Gump shrimp company bubba gum shrimp comp yeah <laughs> which was i've always wondered what the the deal was like why why is this mm-hmm. and it's that is it paramount or universal who made the movie paramount yeah. paramount approached the rusty pelican chain mm. and was like will you make a bubba gump restaurant yeah and so they it was their idea originally they were like we're gonna license we're, it's never been done since right that as someone far just, as I know. That's just off a movie. One movie. Yeah, I don't think so. We're gonna no. make a. We're gonna make a restaurant off this movie we got. You just yeah. came up with a plan, Why? and they How said a year later, Rusty Pelican came back and was like, "Okay, Rusty Pelican." I guess is like it's a Newport Beach. It's like a seafood restaurant. Mm-hmm. Okay. They came back with a plan. They opened the first one, and then the rest is history. Yeah, it seems like an idea now that would have. Just like people are opening up like that Saved by the Bell restaurant. Like, yeah, it's a big thing. Theme parks now is back to like themed restaurants and experiences. Mm-hmm. It seems like a dumb thing that would happen now. You'd go, oh, did you hear they're making a Forrest? Oh man, they're really running out of ideas to make a Forrest Gump restaurant. <laughs> and it's like, never, no, that happened like 15, 20 years ago. They never would though, because the affection, no, any affection for Forrest Gump was left in the 1990s and in fact it's so commonly cited with the hindsight of history is how does that get all the Academy Award attention right. and not Pulp Fiction obviously the wrong and it's not like a made. location in the movie you like oh if we could only go there's no location there's no in the location movie. In the you movie. hear about it like vaguely yeah no it's like Bubba Gump wants Bubba wants did they open it he does open it uh, Do you ever get to see it? No. Yeah, I don't think you ever say it. No. You just hear about it. Yeah. You vaguely a, hear about it. It's, it's like, a line in a movie, <laughs> and they made a franchise out of it, a restaurant franchise. It's insane. Yeah. Because people love shrimp and I, how, fruity drinks. What's the percentage of people that go into it that don't know it's related to Forrest Gump? I bet it's very high. Well, it reminds me of the Bill and Ted show at Universal, where most of the people there only right. knew about Bill and Ted from the Bill and Ted show. Mm-hmm. Like, like most of the teenagers there were not born yet when there was a Bill and Ted movie, so they're like, oh yeah, Bill and Ted, those guys from the show at universal right yes so now kids go to the restaurant they go oh this movie about those people from the restaurant (laughs) yes so it's been it's reversed now and there's details of this that are i mean all over the walls there's photos themes too characters i saw a a framed photo of uh I only remember who it was because she was on she was on SNL for a season. Shabon Fallon is this actress's oh, name. Yeah. She's a mean bus driver in the movie. Oh my god, she was framed on the wall. Yeah, a I saw young chain smoking bus driver has a tribute within this this location of Bubba Gump. Also, there's a photo of young Jenny framed in one area. That's yeah. like who? It took me a second to be like, who am I looking at? Young Jenny. There's a <laughs> fake sign for Forrest's company i believe from the army <laughs> oh uh Who knows any by of the this? bathrooms and then photos of you start seeing photos of Haley joel osmond <laughs> and until you guys cracked it for me he's the kid he's, he's forrest, forrest, Gump, forrest jr yeah who who is the subject of the line is he like me <laughs> which I, I keep thinking about keeps coming up uh, for me in the recent mm-hmm. pet which is funny that Haley joel osmond was that this very uncomfortable 
uh, moment with this this handicapped child, and then he's, he's also not. the kid from uh, Walker gave me. Walker says I have AIDS right. from the famous shown on Conan uh, mm-hmm. Walker Texas Walker, oh. Billy Joel Osmond had it rough in all these parts but he yeah. also d- he's not like Forrest he's smart oh yes yeah so yeah that's what Forrest is breaking down thinking he had a special son it's like mm-hmm. no he's very smart okay yeah Haley handled these heavy heavy heavy, heavy scenes for a young actor Did and he's you? tributed through framed photos <laughs> it's the same photo like five times all over this it's restaurant a, it is like First of all, I I will be honest. I had never been in this restaurant. I had Were you shocked by like the theming of I it? I wasn't. I I was not shocked, but very impressed because it seems like they could. Much, again, nobody really walks in here going, "Well, we got to go to that line, that restaurant from the line in the movie from twenty five years ago." They're just like, "Well, shrimp. I like shrimp," and they go inside. So I figure they can get away with something that's much more Tony Roma's esque as far as theming is concerned. Yeah. So when it was in there and I'm like, wow, they really like did it up. And like, if you're a nerdy Forrest Gump fan, there's something for you in here. Yeah. And it's also like, if you like TGI Friday, like OG TGI Friday, like crazy crap on the walls, there's crazy crap everywhere. Did you guys see, did you guys notice the racks of hot sauces on the walls that were not present on the table? Oh really? Huh? Have you ever gone to like a, a fish restaurant or like a honky tonk or something? And it's like we got lots of kinds of hot sauces. Like that is a kind of restaurant that I've been to, and this seemed like it had the simulation of that because there was hot sauces like on the walls, but like high up. <laughs> but from what I could see, there was only one kind of hot sauce on our table. Yeah, it was like a Tabasco, and I had to dig around in a bucket to find it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If if Bubba Gump's was a legitimate restaurant, like just somebody's homegrown restaurant, where would you, where when you if you were to buy into the story of the restaurant, where are you? Myrtle Beach, Shreveport. <laughs> I guess that's what they're aiming for. It's like an old rusted out shack right. that we took, yeah. which is kind of the vibe of that old Tony Roman's. Or as well. the place you used. What's that? The Wisconsin Dells. Oh yeah, I mean, you, are you speaking about a specific restaurant? I, I'm or just, just that no. Area I'm just trying general? to think of like where this would make sense. Uh, yeah. That's not really. Uh, there's not. There's a little water near there. I want like a big. Oh, okay. I think there needs to be a lot of water. Yeah, like an Ocean City, Maryland. Yeah. Situation. Yes, that's right. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's perfect. That place is gross. Oh really? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know love it. Oh really? There's like a different. There's a different a mini golf course on every block. Oh boy! And it's oh, that's all the these sign of quality. It's old like 40s signs for like weird liver restaurants and it's, it's crazy. Oh, wow. God. You'd like that's it. where wow, people wow. would really go to get fucked up where I grew up. Yeah. Like that for senior week or after prom and stuff. Yeah. My family went to Ocean city new jersey a dry town <laughs> we're nice people uh, america's number one family resort according to the mm-hmm. travel channel i didn't know that that's yeah. great it's dry there's dry yeah. cities in new jersey uh that is the main one i know of they never change the blue laws so it's a barrier island uh so there's like three big bridges into town uh-huh. and you can bring alcohol in and have it at your home that's go nuts but not like at yeah. the restaurants or at public. At the bottom of each bridge right outside of town, there is a warehouse-sized liquor store. That's so crazy. Yeah. Do you think any of those restaurants serve what I have now confirmed is a non-alcoholic drink <laughs> called the Strawberry Mango oh Chiller? Mike, Mike oh you did God, it. You, you're so crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you do that? I love this drink. I'm... <laughs> 
First of all, nothing I said at the time was wrong. <laughs> I did love that drink. I still love it. I did think maybe I was getting a buzz from it. I was not. But I regret You were nothing. getting a sugar rush. I was getting a sugar rush, obviously. And I was the alcohol. Giant. It's as if smoothie. I had like an extra large Slurpee while I was eating a meal. Uh, uh, in Mike's <laughs> a meal defense, of shrimp mac and a cheese. A meal of shrimp mac and cheese. Like <sighs> a true child. I had a strawberry basil smash and... I know for a fact mine supposedly had vodka in it. I could not taste vodka. It was a couple leaves mm. of basil, uh, ice, Sierra mist, uh, excuse me, mist twist, and a <laughs> lot of strawberry which you, puree. Which you said that Sierra mist is no longer Sierra mist. It's called just mist twist It's called now? like mist twist. I think they rebranded it. Why? That's impossible to remember. Huh. Uh, yeah. Which would you drink? I had like a Lynchburg lemonade type thing, Okay. Uh, which was great. Huh. I picked like the lower calorie thing and the sure. fancy drinks, and it was like a whiskey lemonade. It was That's fucking fun. fantastic. Which yeah. we, did, we did on the both of us did for the meal, and I'm so glad because everything they list the calories on everything. It's all a it thousand to two thousand. Oh and, yeah, and we'd already split this sampler platter. I yeah. feel like I'm alive today because you noticed the soup and salad <laughs> combo. I really might have missed that altogether. Yeah, let's see what. My calories were from the oh, meal. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. I do want to know because we we kept it pretty light. We came in around like 500 calories for our little lunch by doing a, a just kind of a side salad, a little cup a, of gumbo. You did a gumbo. I did, did a, a. Oh my god! Cheddar. What did you eat? <laughs> a thousand calories. Wait for Can the drink. You, you could no for the shrimp mac and cheese. I want to know. Oh, but you don't know about the drink. I'm trying to. You could have gone to, a lot higher. There was a lot no, of 1500. That was actually a pretty reasonable choice. Can yeah. you look up? I just had the calamari. Like the, just a was basket of fried calamari. Yeah, it was under appetizers. Oh, uh, calamari. Oh, guys, that's not bad. Six, are, 640. Okay. Oh, yeah. We're ruining this for ourselves. That's uh, true. Yeah. Why take it back? Uh, well, I think it's a good service to the listeners that we saved them a trip to the BubbaGump.com calorie counter. Yeah, yeah. of course. But I'm I don't want to save them a trip to Bubba Gump, which no, I go. fucking love. We had yeah. a Get in your cars time. and go. We did the, uh, uh, we watched people do like birthday dances. They make you dance if it's your birthday. Dance I don't understand how that was a dance off once it began. Yeah, they didn't really they said, do it's much these dancing. two people's birthdays. So they got, you know what that means? They got to do a dance off. And then everybody clapped. And I, the whole time I was waiting for the dance part to start. And it did not, as far as I could tell. Am I wrong? Were you guys confused? I was confused. Uh, they sort confused. of bounced up and down and like waved their arms a little bit and then it was over. That counts as dancing. Um, More specifically, we did the trivia contest. The most immersive the, part of the day. Yeah, yeah. Our waiter was great. It Corey, was awesome. Shout out to Corey. Shout out to Corey. Corey, Corey ruled. Uh, oh, the one kind of intense thing Corey said to us though. So intense he almost belonged at the other restaurant. When he said, actually... Forrest Gump used to be my favorite movie as a child. Haven't watched it once since I got hired here. Because <laughs> <laughs> I asked, would you be able to do this trivia without having been hired here recently? And he said, yeah. He, he said, said that. Yes. And it, it was started honestly... off really fun and then like had a little boo boo at the end. Yeah, it was a little earnest, yeah, a little intense. Well, how could you watch the movie if you worked in that restaurant? <laughs> you would be a great... There's one guy who does both and he's insane. Yeah. He's the worst person you've ever met. He's yeah. like that OJ juror that showed up wearing the like Star Trek outfit. Or the Whitewater juror. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember that. I don't actually. Uh, during Whitewater, a juror like got selected for the Whitewater jury and then showed up the day of in a full mm. Star Trek 
next generation outfit with a like a like a bloop bloop thing on her chest uh-huh. whoa she's in that movie trekkies oh. and she hid that oh, yes, part I've of her personality movie. until the first day and then she showed up like that and through the entire trial when the president was on trial into complete chaos. <laughs> Which probably wow. is what Tina Fey was making fun of on 30 Rock when she was like Princess Leia on a jury. Oh, Ooh, probably. That yeah, that was it. Did she get dismissed? Did they get rid of her? Immediately. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Immediately. Right, right. They're like, what are you doing? She's like, I just wanted to show people that what I believe in. Wow. This is my true self. But it made wow. Clinton go, phew. But she All didn't right. do it to get out of jury duty. She wanted to be on the jury. To show off her <laughs> cool pins. Um, who could blame her? I guess uh, I have to do. I have to say, <laughs> as I'm falling asleep, on. I'm yawning. Yeah, we all so are. I think. One thing, as we w- sat down and we're taking it all in, and when we first met Corey, he said, "So, what brings you all to Bubba Gump today?" And I think we all had a beat where we're like, "Should we lie? How do what we do answer mean? this question?" Like, well, we all said he asked if we'd been here, and we all said no because we thought yeah. we'd get kind of a more from the ground up experience if we said no, and we kind of did. Yeah, uh, though I really showed my cards when I asked for the trivia game specifically. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I guess that showed that I'd been there. Yeah, what did we? We struggled to come up with well, an I answer. Wasn't, yeah, the trivia game was great. It was yeah, very that was fun. a lot of fun. Do you remember that? What any of the most obscure stuff in there? Like ta- like a town. I the, the ones where I didn't know Shreveport. Shreveport. No, it's not Shreveport. It wasn't Shreveport. It's, but it's written on the license plate that's on the table because there's a license plate oh. that says "Go Run Forest Run," and then you can flip it over and say "Stop Forest Stop." And uh-huh. when you do that, you mean it's like an Korean uh, bar. You want the waiter to come by and say that. Yeah, and the you. other one is oh. like "Stay away from us, waiter." <laughs> We're having a like, good that's time. That's what that means. <laughs> the trick question: What color was Lieutenant Dan's shrimping boats? No. Or shrimping boots, boots yeah. excuse me. Uh, that I feel is, like he, he still wore shoes, even though he was had no legs. Yeah. Had, oh, you know, he's on the boat. No, he's got he's all no legs at all, right? Yeah, he's right. Just yeah. The CGI had the that legs was the joke. Out. He doesn't have shoes because because he's being mean. He, he hasn't come yeah. around, got his titanium legs and his wife yet. Remember, he's like, I have a wife now, and she's from Vietnam. That's how you know he's become a good man at the very end. Right. Oh, oh he right. shows up at Forest Wedding. Uh huh. And he's like, here's his. This is young gene or whatever that's how you know this the whole the movie has all of the like when you mentioned that there's a framed photo of jenny like jenny is the young jenny is abused in the film and then in the and then in the movie she gets aids she tries to kill herself and she tries to kill herself <laughs> so to ignore all of these things i guess i don't want them to address it but in implicitly a Forrest Gump restaurant has to ignore AIDS, suicide, and abuse. <laughs> it's like, I guess, was this ever talked about? In the, did anyone have a, a, a kind of a, a cultural sensitivity discussion uh, in starting this restaurant? Or were they just like, yeah, but the mesquite shrimp's going to be delicious? I think that because the trick trivia question was about how Lieutenant Dan's leg was a double amputee. <laughs> Like, I guess they don't really care. They're like, we'll talk about that one. Also, the trivia questions are like, essentially, you're helping tell a chronological story of Forrest's life. Yeah. And it's just like the nice, I mean, not all the nice stuff, but like a lot of nice stuff. None of the historical (laughs) events that Forrest (laughs) falls into as a railbows. He didn't, in this part of the trivia contest, ask us if we thought the Vietnam War was a just war. <laughs> there was only one right answer he would accept. Uh-huh. If we didn't say yes, all of us, he would have... Uh, 
kicked us out of the restaurant. Hmm. Uh, it, it, can I say a, a not nice story from my past? Oh, sure. Comes? Oh, please. Well, I when probably the first one of these I went to uh, was in Maui in Hawaii on a, on a trip with my family. And I remember having all the confusion about, huh, it's a restaurant based on forest. This is, this is weird. And I, so I was confused the whole time. And my dad was kind of like, zoning out he was kind of weirdly quiet and i the whole dinner was like what's going on here and about 45 minutes in my dad said oh my god this is where my dad had a heart attack like when it was when it was not bubba gumps whatever the previous locate whatever the location was previously um my yeah my dad's dad had a heart attack at the table and f- like fell oh into God. his soup jesus yeah like this is my and my i watched my dad unlock this terrible memory and then right then like okay so you guys remember the movie uh, Forrest Gump? <laughs> uh, now what, what, what they say when they wanted to stop when he was running football uh it was my, yeah my dad was just like got lost the rest of them it was uh uh yeah, I I, uh, I could flash to that memory very easily. <laughs> wow, yeah, very that's upsetting. crazy. He survived. I mean, he made it. Uh, he didn't uh, die at Forest. He did not dying die at, at that restaurant. Bubba Gump oh. is not. You don't want to die at Bubba Gump. <laughs> you no. Know, well, uh, although we did we just restaurants tur- though, worst chain restaurants. Yeah. Jordan Morris just declared he'd be happy to die at Margaritaville, which I think yeah. any of us might be, especially yeah, if we're all due willing. to a plane crashing into the wall. <laughs> um, the uh, I was thinking the only. There's another thing that's sort of a Forrest Gump themed experience that's not Bubba Gump because I was like, well, that's weird. And then I was like, oh, well, there is something. There's another entity that tours using a character, of course, from Forrest Gump, but it's not a themed experience. You know, does anybody know what I'm talking oh, about? Oh, I do. I'm talking about, of course, Lieutenant Dan Band. Oh. Gary <laughs> Sinise's charity band, usually for which we can't make fun of it, I guess, because he donates money to the military. Except we, that hey, he like has become a crazy fucking conservative. So yes, we can make fun of him. So we and we can't uh, go on mission space anymore. Gary Sinise is now mm-hmm. only tweets insane military things mm-hmm. and tours with the Lieutenant Dan band. Yes, oh, it's like he thinks he was. Lieutenant Dan. That's what, yeah. He that's, served. That was his yeah, service with yeah. that movie. Was he was in that movie? He's an honorary troop. <laughs> I think there's three strikes against any older actor. The obvious one uh, being harassment of any kind. But the other two, not as important, but almost their strikes, I think, are... Uh, uh, crazy right wing tweets and uh, playing white guy blues music. <laughs> These are the three worst moves that any alter. So actor Bruce Willis make. doesn't pass. Uh, yeah, from because one, of, the harmonica one stuff. of the three, and I hope not more. Uh, I yeah. don't know the whole story of Bruce, the, the story of Bruno, but but James Dolan is okay. His the New York Knicks <laughs> owner. His, his blues brand is cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's doing fine. Wait, who's the guy who made um? Who does like Mom and Big Bang Theory? Chuck, Chuck Lorre. Lorre. He, yeah. He's a blues guitarist. I saw him no. at LACMA mm-hmm. once, no. like playing with like a the jazz outdoor jazz at LACMA. Uh, um, we don't need, have time to get into Chuck Lorre's sins. No, I'm sure the other categories are spotless. <laughs> uh, moving on. Um, I mean, just, I'm sure his blues is great as well. I would like to speak about the gift shop briefly. Of Absolutely. course, yes. Yeah. 
Um, were you going to play a Lieutenant Dan Band song? Is well, that why I you're pulling it up? No, I mean I was just looking to see what was there. We don't need to. We don't need to do <laughs> Love that. Love to hear a friend of the devil by the Lieutenant Dan. <laughs> <laughs> do they only play patriotic songs, or they play like? I'm trying to find a set list. Honestly, run through the jungle. Right. I bet. But you can t- you can talk well, about gift shop. About the, gift shop. the gift shop is full of. It's huge. It's like half the size of the restaurant. It is full of stuff like T-shirts, license plates, things, but all with phrases from. Forrest Gump on them things that you forgot about like right. they're stupid as a stupid does but there's also like for a long time last time I was there there were a lot of shirts that said I gotta pee which is what he says to JFK oh, but just yeah. having a shirt that says I gotta pee on it, it there's so many steps where you have to be like that's from Forrest Gump especially in like 2015 which is when I saw this shirt also so here's here's what it is a couple years ago after I'd been and I just marveled at the gift shop I met uh, a friend of a friend who was a manager of a f- Bubba Gump. Oh. And he, I asked him what I was wondering is like, has it always been the same shirts? And he's like, no, every six months, entirely new I got a P shirts come in. <laughs> they r- remainder or whatever the old ones. Like, that's like new layout of I got a P on a new color of shirt. And they have to replace everything in the gift shop like every six months. And so the, but it still says I got a pee. It's just like a new design. And that happens. It's been happening this whole time. And you asked, wow. right? You yeah, went to the cash register. Well, no, no, no. Oh, yeah. I asked for it to see if there was an I got a pee thing. Because there wasn't any I got a pee stuff. And I was like, that's the most egregious of all the phrases for me. Because it's just yeah. a little bit just offensive. That would, I guess, bug me, uh, you know, walking around in the world or in a fancy setting of some kind to see. <laughs> I got a pee and I would not think of Gump. That's for sure. You have to look really like underneath. It says Bubba Gump shrimp. And you're like, oh, what's that? And it's like, oh, that's movie force Gump. Oh, he does say that that one time. It's one. Th- yeah. I don't think it really took as a catchphrase or anything. <laughs> it but for s- sure didn't take. <laughs> uh, did, but they are you saying that they sell they sell out of it or they have to just keep representing I got a pee in different ways? Yeah, they just have to get rid of the ones that are there and make some new ones. And it's just like, that's the slog. So I I don't want to go open up another whole Lieutenant Dan Band thing. First of all, I want to make it clear to the audience when they search... We're not talking about the Dan band. No, they're no. real. They're the a different, or band. They're a different weird band. They're a different cool band. So, Lieutenant <laughs> Dan like. band. Scott, I think you were incorrect just thinking these guys just play blues music because oh. according to the Lieutenant Dan band and the Mandalay Bay concert they did in 2011, ah. they cover songs by Kelly Clarkson, Evanescence, Beyonce, Lone Star, the Zach Brown Band, and many more. And I just pulled up them doing Wake Me Up Inside what? by Evanescence Why? on YouTube. Should we all experience this together? Is Gary Cassidy singing? I don't we'll have find any. I, this we'll is know soon fresh. enough. My heart this is, is racing fresh right to now. Me here. Oh, I'm really worried. <laughs> see Gary Sinise there? Yeah, what's he bringing to this operation? <laughs> Is that him Is that dancing? Him? No. With the tambourine? No. He's not, on, he's not on screen right now. This is the Lieutenant Dan band. Wait, I think he plays bass. There he is. <laughs> oh my god. Wake me up! 
Forrest Gump. There, there he is. is. Oh my He's God. not singing. He's just playing bass. Why and the don't guy, they have a camera on him? Why did it take that he's the long star. to get a shot? He's the Why star. Why would you see wow. this for any reason? <laughs> oh, what? Like you wouldn't go. If, if I told you they were playing the OC County Fair, you would be there with me. Yeah, Scott, yeah, can you uh, record this That's weekend? I can't. I'm going to see that Lieutenant Dan Man. Going to a thing? Uh, do you, I mean, they do do Superstition by Stevie Wonder. They're, is he using that? We, uh, is it always that woman? Oh, man. <laughs> there he is smirking. Making oh. bass face. I think he doesn't sing in the Lieutenant Dan band. Never. I, I'm trying to find. He must banter or something. Lieutenant, he's got a banter. There was a, a, doing like a mild cover of Uptown Ev- Funk. Oh no! All right. <laughs> I don't think he sings that. No, I don't think he sings. He just plays bass. He and just he, plays. He gets bass. to call it Lieutenant Dan band. It's yeah. just his hobby. He doesn't want to be the star of his hobby. As in films, he's a journeyman. He's a he uh, slides into uh, whatever the role calls for. He's not seeking the spotlight. Perfectly fine New Year's band. The New Year's yeah. Lieutenant Dan band. How much would it take for us to book the Lieutenant Dan band for oh, the for for, for the, a live show the podcast? The ride anniversary <laughs> party, the pr- podcast the ride anniversary bash. It's probably startlingly expensive. <laughs> I would and you have, to de- you have to delete this episode. <laughs> yeah, you know I've seen him at a church that I've been to with my parents. Uh, so if we could somehow convince him that it was like a Catholic fundraiser, <laughs> if we could trick Gary Sinise into thinking that money is that he doesn't have to be paid because in order to help pay the catholic church we also what we really have to do is tell him that jason has ptsd (laughs) 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 he he fought in he fought in iraq straight out of college he was uh, over in iraq i was uh, in the theme park wars uh, Disney versus Universal is a hell of an arms race there in the late 90s. And <laughs> Jason had his legs blown off. Uh, <laughs> that uh, cable got loosed on one of those drop rides. And <laughs> uh, uh, I think this seems like... Do you think that us tricking Gary Sinise into thinking he's part of a Catholic PTSD benefit? Couldn't we just How dress much? me up as a Jesuit? <laughs> Isn't that just easier to get me a robe and a rope tie? I just want to check if you guys think that this is something that people with compassion, integrity, and intensity would do. Mm. Oh. Forget about hey, it. Hey, what am I talking hey. about? Uh, uh, you know, yeah, we hey, we can't think too hard about the moral dilemmas here. We have to get to the present part of the podcast, which is Eva. Because you, thank you for because of your oh my God. interest in the in the Bubba Gump's store. Hang on a second. Uh, I want to send you on a one way trip down Eva Boulevard. <laughs> Oh my god, Um, you got that about (gasps) It's a customized sign oh, uh, I'm, I'm sure in, invaluable this uh, is so sweet thank you you're very this welcome this is such a nice gift did you get a picture of it uh, oh yeah before, we should before I leave um, we'll take a picture and you can put it online yes yeah 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 the um, world the there, world should see the, what Eva Boulevard is like I want to point out it doesn't just have a Bubba Gump logo it has a tiny feather because that's what Forrest uh, loves oh, is that tiny yeah, feather yeah, that yeah, flies yeah. in the air like feather. spirit uh huh oh yeah feather thank at the top thank you guys I didn't really stare at it for long you got a feather oh yeah and it's 
it's kind of like a like a glossy photo of the uh, of the bub this particular Bubba Gump's location. Your favorite restaurant. Oh, and guys, look, the stone is appearing for this oh, sector. The sector, the sector keeper, sector keeper stone. stone. It's half a rib and half a feather. It's a nightmare uh, <laughs> and a little. It's a spread of wasabi smeared on top. Oh, Um, my God. Before we go, I just want to share maybe my favorite thing that happened all day. Oh, Oh, wait. Yeah, we didn't even talk about this. uh, So this this restaurant is part of the Landry's family of restaurants. (laughs) And Jason immediately realized that his father uh, was a Landry's VIP member. Yeah, we all spent some time going, oh, it's a Lowry's. No, no, it's a Landry's. Landry's. Jason and I are Lowry's VIPs. We're Lowry's. All three of the hosts are Lowry's (laughs) VIPs. Eva, are you as well? Join no, I'm a Musso and Frank VIP. Okay, okay. all right. You're but I do have to be a Lowry's VIP. Should... It's, it's very easy. It makes a lot of sense if you go to Tam O'Shanter <laughs> once in a while. I know. I got to do it. Uh, so you were like texting with your father trying to make sure I that said, you were a Landry's hey, do you, do you VIP. you use your cell phone number for that? I'll, I'll put your number down and get the points. <laughs> so there was a whole thing where we tried the, the bill at the end and like I realized that Scott has a universal pass. So that's 10% off. So we're like putting a mic, the card in there. Your the pass. guy wrote the phone number and then, down. And then you want to give points to your dad because right. he has Landry's VIP status. And so he'll get you, money off. And he'll get money off. So we're going to try to help your dad out too, I guess. So we're doing a lot of stuff to benefits. And, and he's, he's, he's writing down the phone number and you're trying to like look up which phone number of your dad's it should be. And he puts it down and he comes back to the table and he lets you know that you had $25 <laughs> in credit on your Landry's VIP account and that he's and applied it, it to our went, It automatically just goes to the bill. And you look like someone's like shot you in the head. <laughs> like so you, you look like you're like stunned you remember what you said you said I don't want to use that I said I didn't want to use and he goes oh it just goes on automatically don't worry about it I'm like okay you stole $25 off a meal of a bunch of friends uh, an expensive meal gets $25 off and your off father's and expense and now, <laughs> it's already been 10%ed off and then we get more and your dad can't use those points it's like he's starting over from zero now <laughs> No, well, I think like he still got some points, but like, it's like he got maybe a dollar's worth of points. Yeah, uh, it was. It's possible that he spent possible. a lifetime working and accruing those points no, at Landry's VIP that on your restaurants, <laughs> and that you we don't just even go to We went to like Chart House like out, two years took ago. Took away from him. Yeah, <laughs> you fucked your dad over. <laughs> hey, that's why he, he was upset. To this. No, we didn't care. He's like, eh, I probably just got he another. He Jason cared. He worked hard. Now you come out to Hollywood to just have this free wheel and lifestyle doing theme park podcast he worked hard for those points <laughs> i am just now covered in flop sweat because <laughs> you know it's true no. I am, you I tried been... to give them back we all watched you try to give them back i want to say that that you, did happen. you put it with the man please give the points back. also usually they say oh it's got to be your name on the card for the oh bill. none of that we but had three different cards with three different names on it today he didn't care yeah it was great, by the way. One, a one, like truly a great uh, waiter. Up. Very fun. So, can we book the Lieutenant Dan band to re-raise those points? Can <laughs> <laughs> we claim that, Jace, that your dad was a military vet uh, and that he subsists on Landry's points? He was uh, not drowned. Like he just just dodged it. His number did not come up. My dad too. My, wow. Yeah. Were you, is your dad a draft misser? How old are your fathers? Uh, my dad, I don't think he. I think he's too was too young. Would have missed it. He missed it. Oh, huh. my dad 
uh, fled the draft. Oh, <laughs> you went overseas. I can say that now. Oh yeah. <laughs> Con- he moved all over the country oh, and made people work. lie on his behalf. Yeah. Oh, he, that, just, uh, he failed to have an address to be pinned no down. No permanent address. He was a street performer. Yeah. Well, that makes mm-hmm. him the smartest oh, that's person. True. Yeah. That could yeah. Have been. <laughs> that was, got away uh, with it. <laughs> wow. Well, that magic really came in handy. It really <laughs> did. That was disappearing. You Axel never bomb. see me. <laughs> you never saw me. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, but all, but none of them served. We have no fathers that no. served. No, no, no. no. Uh, but we will edit that out before we book the Lieutenant Dan yeah. Band for an important, important point <laughs> razor. I want to book him, but it'd be like we just we just don't want the drummer and we don't want the singer and we don't want the guitarist <laughs> or the piano player, the tambourine woman. That's we just want to book. We would we like. Just want Dan. <laughs> we just want we Dan. We just want Lieutenant just Dan. Going, do, 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 do. Do, 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 and do, do, only do, got do. one mic and one uh, bass amp. So but can you make it work? You think anyway? Can you, and can you learn? Still, wake me up. You, can by you evidence? still do wake me up inside? We find out Gary Sinise is just like Primus. Good. He's <laughs> oh, like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, well, only one way to find out. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, and uh, Sector Keeper, you're invited. We'll see you mm-hmm. there. Uh, Eva, thanks so much for hanging out oh, with us. So uh, blissed out by this a, whole day. What an afternoon. What a nice Thank, day. Yes. Thanks for having me. Um, thanks for doing it. You're blissed out. Mike is wasted oh, off hands. of strawberry jam. <laughs> He's bouncing off the walls like a toddler. <laughs> um, hey, this has been a blast. We'll see you tomorrow. Hey, Lieutenant Dan Band. Play us out. <laughs> oh, now we have to remember to do that. <laughs> I'll add it in later. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Mike Carlson, Jason Sheridan, Scott Gardner, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.